Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35 p.m. for Leadership Unlearned with your host, Maxine Atong, as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642. Welcome to Leadership Unlearned. Today, I am in studio live. I'm here with Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, Maxine. <laughs> Thanks for your support today, Tom. You're welcome. Thank you. So we're trying something new. At least I am. And I guess Tom is because he's here with me. And we are going to be spending the next three Wednesdays, well, the next two Wednesdays after this in Studio Live, taking your comments and taking your questions. The good thing about it is that for the next two Wednesdays, we'll be having some live giveaways. We're working with some very special sponsors to get some Christmas goodies for you. So welcome to Leadership Unlearned. In this program, we examine leadership to reframe leadership so that it could actually be within the context of what we want as Caribbean people so that it becomes our vision. It's no longer about what we are told or what we learned. It is about what we experience. I am Maxine Atong. I am a certified gestalt trained facilitator. I'm a PCC level executive coach and an organizational development specialist. So every Every Wednesday, I usually talk a little bit about what's happening in the system and whatever is happening in the wider system, we know that it usually mirrors what's happening in your organization or in a smaller system. So when I talk about leadership, I'm not only speaking about a role in an organization, I am also speaking about you in terms of your leadership role, whether it is in your family, on a team, even like your football team or in your community or in your church. So this is a live call-in program, so you can feel free to call in at 622-3937. And of course, for the people on Facebook, I will be taking your comments right here on Facebook. So you can send me your comments. I'll read them out. And of course, at the end of it, I'll also give you a little shout out. So what I want to talk today about today is something that's happening in the larger system of the world And there's a lot of attention and energy around that. So whenever there's attention and energy around something, I I tend to pay attention. I tend to pay attention. So I've been paying attention to the aftermath of the U.S. election results. So, of course, we know that Biden won 306 electoral votes and Trump won 232 electoral votes. Biden, 51 percent of those votes, Trump, 47 percent. Yet, for 20 days after the elections, there has been a dispute. I'm not a political pundit, and I'm not talking about U.S. politics. I'm I'm really not qualified to talk about that. What I'm qualified to speak about is how how these behaviors show up in organizations. So I'm going to talk about three things today. I'm going to talk about engagement surveys, note the correlation, I'll talk a little bit about succession planning, and I'll talk a little bit about when leaders fight. You can call me at any time to add your voice to the conversation, 622-3937, or you can send me a note on Facebook, a comment or a question. So if you're part of an organization, you've probably experienced an engagement survey. 
once a year the organization sends out a bunch of questions asking for your opinion on how the organization is being run whether it is about the way the physical location is if it's comfortable if you recommend for your friends to actually work at this organization or how you feel about the leadership team or your supervisors and just as we see in the US elections Trump has not contested the results for any state that he has won he's only contested the results for the states that he did not win I see the same thing in engagement surveys when I run them in organizations. When managers get great results, there is no complaint. But any area that they find their scores are less than they expected, they always say to me, "Maxine, are you sure people really understood what you meant by that question?" Maxine, I find that question is a bit dubious because it could be interpreted many ways. And so when I saw Donald Trump saying, you know, the results they're rigged, I had a good chuckle to myself because very often in organizations, leaders do not believe the results of the engagement scores. And it just as Donald Trump does, any result that is positive, they have no problem saying that it is true. And whenever a result is negative, they begin to question the validity of it. So I know everybody says, you know, what's happening in the world? It happens in our organizations. It's just being played out in a different frame at a different level. And in some organizations, it actually happens. So when I think about succession planning, you know, I think the U.S. election results, the aftermath of it, it holds a lot of a lot of lessons for us as leaders. So the first one I want to talk about is uh, I want to tell a little story about a supervisor who never got promoted. This supervisor worked really hard, did all the right things, and every year when she went for promotion, her bosses would say, "Well, we can't promote you." This went on for about 5 years and she got really frustrated and she said to her leader, she said, "Okay, what is going on? Why is it that I'm not being promoted?" And they said it's not you, you know. It, the fact is that there's nobody to place in that supervisory position. So she says, "What do you mean? I have a lot of people who work well." They say, "Yeah, but guess what? You didn't train anybody to take your position." So when I think about Donald Trump not conceding the elections, I think about all of those leaders who just are not conceding their position. They're not training anybody to step into their shoes when they retire. And if you look at a lot of organizations around the world, you would notice that there is a lack of younger voices around the boardroom table, and definitely at the board level, there aren't younger voices there either. So what are we doing? Just think about it. I know a lot of retirees, quite a number of people who are retired, and they are hired on contract within the same organization that they just retired from. So you're telling me in your organization there's nobody who could replace this person. And I understand that these senior people have a lot of the organizational intelligence with them, but do you think the best use of them is really within the rank and file of the organization? How about them being advisors? How about them training up younger people to have organizational intelligence? So one of my big questions around this retirement issue and people coming back on and the organizations saying, you know, we don't have anybody to replace them is always around the timing. Your organization has a very definitive retirement age. It might be 60, it might be 65. So you must know when this person has turned 60 and they have 5 more years of work. 
So why it is during that period of 60 to 65, you haven't identified someone to begin training up so that when that person retires, they can actually take their place. So come on, people. We talk about succession planning. It's not happening in the U.S. right now. And of course, it's repeated many times in our organizations. So it wasn't until Monday that a general service advisory of the U.S. government handed over keys to office space to the Biden-Harris team. And so what does that have to do with organizations? You just think about it. How many of your technical people have you taken and promoted to managerial positions without without training them or providing them proper resources? And what happens? So I I have worked with teams where people say to me, you know, Maxine, this girl was such a great star performer, but when we made her into a manager, she's just a horrible manager. Well, here, here's what. If it is you take me from a role that I'm accustomed to doing and you don't give me the tools and resources, you're really trumping me, right? Because you're not giving me access to what I need to succeed. So, of course, the political pundits in the U.S. are saying that when it is the Biden-Harris team actually takes office on January 20th, Don't expect them to hit the ground running. It means that they will have a few months of stumbling. And this is exactly how we set up our managers to probably not be not operate at their best and to probably stumble a little bit on their way into the organization when we don't provide them with adequate resources. And so the last thing I wanted to share with you today is really around um, What do I want to share about? The last thing I want to share about in terms of this phenomena that's happening on the world stage, because I know it's repeated in our in our organizations, is just after the election, Donald Trump tweeted he won because the election was rigged. And so we saw one of the first addresses that Biden gave as the U.S. president elect, whether or not the the current president had in fact conceded. He said, you know, that they recognize that there's a lot of healing work to do. And this, of course, made me think about organizations where leaders fight. And I've worked with an organization where leaders fight and it's not pretty. So about two years ago, I spent some time with a wonderful team of professionals in their individual capacity. They were brilliant people. Their resumes were very impressive, extremely experienced, highly educated individuals, and they were fighting. A fight among executives is not necessarily a bad thing. It becomes a horrible thing when that fight seeps down through the lower levels of the organization. People are loyal to their leaders. And so therefore, if my leader is fighting with another leader, I'm going to take my leader's side. And how does that show up in the organization? It shows up with people not giving service to their internal clients. So if somebody sends me an email, I'm going to take like two days to answer it. If somebody wants me to finish a process, I'm going to put it as low down in my priority as possible. So that infighting among the executive team and among the leadership team, it trickles down throughout the organization. And I can tell you it's not pretty. The organization then becomes split into silos, split into camps, each camp seeing about itself and not thinking holistically about the organization. What does that do? It leads to a lack of trust amongst in the organization, amongst the employees. And so for the external stakeholders, the organization often loses credibility. And of course, there is the blame and shame game being carried out throughout the organization. 
So that's what I want to share with you today, those three points about the U.S. elections and how we see those that behavior showing up in our organizations. The first point is about how leaders accept the great news about engagement surveys and they absolutely reject anything that shows them up in a negative light. I spoke about succession planning and how sometimes we also do not give employees the resources and tools they need to succeed when they ask to operate at a higher level. And then the third point I was sharing with you today is when leaders fight what it looks like throughout the organization. So I just want to prepare you for our next two programs. And in those next programs, as I said, I'll be doing some giveaways. Now, those giveaways will have some terms and conditions. The terms and conditions are as follows. You call into the station or you send me a note on Facebook or you send me a note on my website, maxineatong.com. You tell me which one of these programs that you really, really liked and tell me why. Now, so here's the cheat. I give everybody equal opportunity, right? We promote an equity. The opportunity is that all of these shows are actually on a podcast, Leadership Unlearned. And if you Google it, it will come up. So you can check it out there. So you check it out to see which one you like best. It'll help if you listen to it because that'll help you answer why you like it. And then you can send me a note about it. You could send it to me on my website. You could send it to me on Facebook. Or you could call into the program next week and you'll be able to win a giveaway. So what is a giveaway? Well, I have some books that I wrote that I'll give, give, give away. They are about leadership. And I also have some brilliant prizes from some of my sponsors. So with that, I would say I'm looking forward to spending next week with you. And for And there's a free gift for everybody who listens to the call or follows me on Facebook on the, what day is it? On the 10th of December and on the 15th of December, I'm hosting a free, yes, free, a free online workshop, which is called Setting Intentions for 2021. Goals are great. Intentions are just power your goals by 10. So it doesn't matter what's happening in the system. You can go for your intentions. Goals get derailed. Intentions are more holistic and they really, really help. I'm speaking from my experience because when I started setting intentions, my life completely changed. So I want to share these stories with this story with you and I want to tell you how you can set intentions because, hey, it's 2021 and we're getting ready for it. So I just want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. Of course, I want to thank my buddy Tom for being here with me and I will see you next week on the 9th of November it's gonna be we're gonna have some leadership fun because leaders have fun too and we'll be sharing gifts and doing some really exciting stuff thank you for listening my intention with this program is to light your leadership spark so that together we can bring change to the systems within which we live and work Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35pm for Leadership Unlearned with your host Maxine Atong as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642.